Your marketing strategy needs to produce results. Budgets are tight and every dollar counts. Investing in approaches that produce results is essential. One marketing method proven to deliver more leads and increase sales is by using video. We'll talk about the stats and numbers behind why you should make that jump into video in today's episode. Hello, and welcome to Inbound Academy, brought to you by Risen. I'm Rogelio Rodriguez, the CEO of the company, and I'm going to be taking over the interview chair today and switching seats with our regular host, Jeff Lambert. Jeff heads up our content here at the company, and he's an expert on video. So we're turning the tables to get him to share some valuable insights with you. Jeff, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Rod. This is... uh... This is a little different, I got to say, <laughs> switching roles here, but I'm excited to do this. Fantastic. Yeah, welcome, man. Uh, I'm excited to, to take this role this time. And, um, you know, why don't we get started with uh, what do you mean when we talk about video marketing? So video marketing, I guess we can break it down into two terms. You know, basically what it comes down to is, you know, anything or any way that you decide to uh, market your product, you're using you're using film, you're using uh, the video as the medium to be able to get your message across, to be able to market your product. And, you know, that's, that's changed. The video marketing strategy that you would use in 2019 is not the same that you would use in 1970 or even 2007. Things have just changed so much, but what hasn't changed is that video is a really strong way for businesses or marketers to be able to promote their product. Uh, why don't you sell us on some reasons why marketers and business owners should be using video to advertise their product and services? Isn't TV dying? I mean, yeah, you're hundred percent right. TV is, is going out at least in the, in the form of what we're used to. Right. So I think we all have that image in our head when we think of TV of the family getting around, you know, sitting on the couch to watch something after dinner, you know, your favorite show comes on at eight o'clock. And um, that was kind of what the the family did before the kids went off to bed or maybe parents stayed up and watched the show after the kids went to bed. So you were kind of building your schedule around when TV came on that you enjoyed. And that model is just really going away and it's being replaced with on-demand video where you can watch really anything you want when you have the free time to do it. And then on top of that, it's not just a handful of networks that are creating video content. Anybody can create something of value, you know, using video as a medium because we've really democratized the process. I don't have to go pitch a script, you know, to one of the big three in order to be able to create a series, you know, if uh, even without funding, I could do it with just basic tools and market it well enough to be able to reach an audience. So TV is changing and it is dying in the traditional sense, but it's living on in the sense that TV is becoming more about um, choice for a lot of different, um, you know, uh, interests and uh, things that people enjoy. And they can get that through a lot of different channels, through a lot of different services. So it's becoming more about the consumer that we can get what we want when we want it. And I think there's power in that. And, and that's why I think so many people are going to the internet now to consume video. So just to give you an example of that, Google did a study in 2018 and they found out of their respondents 
that six out of 10 people would rather watch a video online than they would on television. That's amazing. That's staggering. And, and I can identify with that too. We, we have a useless direct TV um, subscription right now. And really the only thing I use it for is live sports. Everything else, I'll get the app on my smart TV and I'll log in using my cable account. But I want to be able to watch the shows on demand when I want to watch them. I don't want to wait till Sunday night at eight o'clock to watch the show. I want to watch who has time for that. Forget that. That's that's so 20, uh, 2004, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just to throw some other stats at you on that, Rod, 85% of people in the U.S. watch videos online. That was a study that Comscore did. That's a staggering number, 85%. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, and and I can imagine, I mean, I, I think I know where most of these videos already live because I use it all the time. The other day, I wanted to figure something out with my car and I, I YouTubed it, you know? So... Um, you said it. I, I, I can see how in my own life, how it, it is it's a big part of my life uh, now. So Yeah, just the ability to do that's insane. And, and you mentioned YouTube, which is, it's a great point, Rod, because when we talk about online video and how TV is dying, really the thing that's replacing it, I guess the housing for a lot of these videos, at least on the, the lower end of the scale where people can just start with basic tools is through YouTube. They're the most visited site on the internet. I mean, they have a lot of competition and they have, I think, over a billion registered users, I believe. That that equals about a third of the people who access the internet on the planet. They're going to YouTube. They have active accounts. They're watching videos. So that that's just, a, think about the market size that can be reached just from that number. It's staggering. Sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's the reason why uh, they're, they're making so much money from it, right? Uh, Google itself. So, oh. I mean, you have all those people in one place. What, what? There's, there's no other place where you can get that kind of saturation. Now, there's a lot of, there's a lot of content to be sifted through. But when you have over a billion registered users that you can reach with your product, like sure. in, in one place, that I mean, talk about a silver bullet. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, there's a lot of uh, compelling reasons. What about uh, any other reasons why video marketing works for today's audiences? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, again, we talk about TV is dying. It's not that TV's dying, it's just evolving. So the traditional way that we consume TV is going away, but people still like video. And, that, you know, I think there's reasons for that. You know, there's coming from an educator's background. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to see that because of, you know, uh, a lot of the bombardment we have with the lights on our phone and you know, the ability to get everything on demand and when we want it, you know, they call it the, the microwave generation right now where they can just automatically get things at the, the blink of an eye and the blink of an eye. Um, people have shorter attention spans. So when presented with a 1500 word article or a five minute video, most people are going to take the five minute video because it's not only is it going to hold their attention longer, but it's just, it's a more visual means of being able to get information processed. And that's what we desire. That's what we want. That's how our brains have really been rewired. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're spending a lot more time on, on these, on these uh, screens. And I mean, there's so many, so many different tools that we use every day. Uh, it things to stay connected like Facebook, you know, um, all, all these different elements that really uh, bind us to our, our screens. Uh, I'm sure there's there's uh, applications for uh, you know for for video in all those mediums that we're stuck to every day. 
Oh, completely. You know, like just to throw some stats at you on this one, for those of you looking for that concrete evidence to show that marketing using video works, um, Forbes did a study that the the average user that they surveyed, they'll spend 88% more time on a website that has video available. So if you click on a blog post and it has a video on it, chances are that you are going to stick around and uh, consume that content more. And in case in point, YouTube, number one visited site on the internet because of the fact that they have video content to consume. Um, Facebook, um, social bakers did a study uh, that Facebook videos, they catch 135% more organic reach than just a photo does. Organic reach, not paid. People just automatically interacting with that content. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, these are all tips, right? <laughs> Get started on videos for marketers. Yeah. yeah. The, the evidence is there. Like when you really sit down and look at it, it's like, man, you know, video should really be at the top of everybody's list when it comes to marketing their product. Um, it has to be a part of the ball game. It has to be a part of that, that strategy. And if it's not, man, you're missing out. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, and I know I heard a fact that something like 85% of, of Facebook videos are watched without sound. Uh, <laughs> so We've all done it, right? Yeah. I mean, I do it all the time. I am, I'm somewhere where I can't make noise or, 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 or something. And, you know, I, I appreciate the video, the marketers that actually like invest the time in putting the captions at the bottom uh, during those times. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And you just reminded me of another stat I had written down here in my notes that, you know, a lot of times, especially if you're selling more, a more technical product, you have to be able to get across to your audience why your product is valuable or what it does, you know? So there was a, a study that Incivia did and they found that viewers retain 95% of a message when they watch it as compared to only 10% who read about it. Wow. So if you have a, a complicated I shouldn't say complicated, like a complex product where you have to really explain why it's beneficial or how it works, which, you know, if you're selling anything uh, technologically based or anything that maybe is a new, um, you know, a new uh, niche product that people haven't seen before, you have to explain how it works. So you could write a blog post on it or you could create a video on it. One of them is definitely more effective. Absolutely. Okay. Video. So how does this, you know, we, we kind of mentioned it a little bit um, with Facebook, but how does video tie in into social media? Yeah. So social media is where everybody is nowadays, right? That's, that's what we're doing the most on our phones. We're on Facebook, we're on Snapchat, we're on Instagram, we're on insert whatever social media, you know, uh, network is important to you. And um, I think we did an episode on that. Um, I'll see if we can put that in the show notes. Um, we did a whole episode on which social media networks attract which uh, groups and how to best optimize your profiles for those groups. So, um, you know, there's a difference between people that frequent Facebook and people that frequent Pinterest and you can reach them in different ways. But anyways, I'm, I'm getting off topic. But yeah, social media is where everybody is. So it's important to have a strong social media game and some people think it's enough to just create a Facebook page or post once a week with a, you know, a picture of a cat saying "hang in there" or something like that. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's not just that, right? It's more than that. And um, video is a really powerful way to reach people on social media. So again, I'm just going to throw some stats out at you, Rod. Uh, 
in 2019, Facebook reported that 69% of U.S. adults have an account on their platform. 69% of U.S. adults in the United States. How many people live in the U.S.? Aren't we almost at like 300 million? Amazing. Amazing. 69%. Yeah. That, that's huge. The amount of, of individuals that are, are uh, active on Facebook. And I mean, it just reminds me of how, how things are, are changing to more video. Cause I remember at one point Facebook had, had no video, you know, and, and they added it, uh, to become more engaging, um, as, as well as, I mean, all these other platforms that are coming out, Instagram is video, you know, Snapchat has video, TikTok has video and music. So, um, all these different platforms vying for our attention are, are, are definitely they're onto something, right? If you see the trend through all these different uh, systems or, or platforms, you can uh, stay apprised as as to what to stay on top of as a marketer. So, video seems to be where it's at. You're 100 percent right, Red. Like that's where people are. So, like we talked about, people are watching video online. They prefer to watch video online, and people are on social media. So, if you're creating video content, it makes sense to put it on the social media networks where your audiences are. And, you know, I just want to throw some more stats out. I'll go through them quick because, you know, hey, um, I don't want to bore people too much. This wasn't supposed to turn into a statistics lesson, but um, more than 60% of people under the age of 30 have an Instagram or a Snapchat account. Um, Facebook generates 8 billion video views per day, Rod. 8 billion video views per day. That's insane. Amazing. YouTube users watch over 500 million hours of videos a day. I don't even know how. <laughs> how could you explain that to like Abraham Lincoln <laughs> or, or, you know, Alexander Graham Bell or someone like who has no understanding or concept of how this medium works and then to say, yeah, there's a place where you can go to watch moving pictures and there's <laughs> 500 million hours of content available and that's just what people consume in one day like how could you wrap your mind around that if you didn't live in this era i just don't know how yeah yeah no i think we should hashtag that moving pictures hashtag moving pictures <laughs> On stuff, uh for sure <laughs> what would abraham lincoln think yeah i mean it, you know it sounds like you you know, it's important to have a diverse content approach. Uh, every, every, every platform has a different, uh, it seems to be like almost like a following, you know, from Instagram to Snapchat to Facebook. And uh, I think we have to, we, as marketers, we have to figure out, you know, how to deliver this video on social media networks to, in order to attract that, the type of people that we're looking for. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, I want to be clear too, Rod, like I know we're talking about the benefits of video. I'm not saying just use video, um, you know, you, to use the, the, the statement that you just said, it has to be a diverse approach. You know, you should be doing paid ads. You should be doing written content. You should be doing visual content that's not video related, like infographics. Podcasts are a great medium that's still exploding right now. You know, hence the reason why we started this podcast, because audio can reach people in ways that video can't may not be as popular, but it still fills a really important, uh, important niche. So yeah, I mean, be diverse in how you market your product, but man, I mean, these stats are clear, right? If, if, if social media networks are where people are and people are consuming the amount of video they're consuming every day, 
then you know where to go and you know the type of content that you should be at least partially producing as part of your strategy. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is all great. I love all the stats uh, that you're that you're covering and 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 why and and the importance of. Uh, as an entrepreneur, I, I care deeply about the results, right, and the bottom line for the business. So, how does video translate into sales? Yeah, so that's a good question. It's fair, you know, if you're creating video and you're putting it out there and you're spending money on marketing content through this medium, you know, it should work. You should be getting a return on your investment. So. I have some stats to, to show that as well. So just to give you an example, uh, Wise Owl did a study. They found that currently uh, 87% of marketers in the United States are using video as part of their, their, their diversification strategy. So um, I just want to establish the point that this is an overwhelming amount of individuals that see the value in video and they're taking advantage of it. So this isn't really like a cutting edge, like, <laughs> you know, like, this is going to be big in 15 years. Like now people are using this, this medium um, as a way to market their products. Um, video marketers or marketing agencies that use video, they get 66% more qualified leads per year. That's, that's a significant uptick from what I think marketing agencies would be getting if they were not using video content. Is that a fair statement? No, I, Absolutely. I've noticed those individuals or at least on the pages that we've developed that have video explainer videos specifically, uh, the people that end up calling us are, are way more qualified than those uh, that came in through a simple form submission. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, and it's amazing to see that they're taking, the individuals are taking the time to learn through the video. And by the time they call you, uh, they've, they've sold themselves almost. Right. So. Yeah. Saves us time. That goes back to that stat that, you, that we mentioned previously, that people, in, they learn more. They, you know, they're able to internalize information better uh, using video than they are by reading. One other thing I want to toss out at you too, Rod, you know, HubSpot put out a report and they said that 64% of respondents said that they're more likely to buy a product online after they watch a video related to it. Amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. I mean, that and it's, that that in itself would make me want to go and market my product through video. Sixty four percent—that's significant. You know, uh, if you're trying to reach a younger audience, like what, what do you have any stats or any any idea of uh, you know how how video influences those individuals? Yeah, that's a good point. We just did an episode a couple couple weeks ago about Gen Z, yep. and um, they're the up and coming group that people are paying attention to, and you know, millennials, even now, it feels like because you and I are millennials, we kind of get the um, whenever people talk about millennials, though, what we're wrecking or what we're doing wrong. <laughs> I would I would point the finger at the baby boomers personally. I mean, if you really look at it, but uh, I guess we're not in the business of pointing fingers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about Gen Z or even millennials, because I think this applies to us, too. But really, the younger the customer the more likely video content is going to influence what they buy, their purchasing decisions. So just to give an example of that, um, Animoto did a study. They found that four and five millennials will consider video content when they're researching a purchase decision. So they're actively seeking out video content to learn more about um, a product or a service before making a decision. Uh, that's specifically for that medium. Uh, I mean, that's great. That tells me that 
we need to think about the buyer's journey as we're developing this video content. Uh, I think it's going to be essential to success. Absolutely. And, and the same would certainly apply for Gen Z. I mean, anybody who has a kid uh, knows and the kid can be as young as two or three. I have a three-year-old son. They love video content. That's how they want to consume information. And and they learn a lot from that as well. So again, it's kind of a, 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 you know, a two-pronged attack here for marketers. Maybe attack's not the right word, but, <laughs> you know, just uh, you, not only are you informing, but you're educating. I mean, if you can accomplish that through one medium, why would you not make that a major part of your marketing strategy? No, I, absolutely. And what about marketers that are currently using video? Uh, I mean, are they seeing results? Are there, do, do they consider themselves uh, effective? Are they, is it working for them? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in addition to, you know, I was saying 87% of marketers, they're currently using video. Uh, HubSpot did another study and they found that 88% of marketing firms that use video are reporting complete satisfaction with their return on investment. So, you know, you asked me if uh, it helps the bottom line, if you're getting that return on investment, 87% of people uh, of, of marketers are currently using it and 88% report complete satisfaction you can't get better numbers than that. I mean, if you're getting an 88% uh, satisfaction guarantee, I mean, when's the last time we even saw a movie on Rotten Tomatoes get that kind of a score? Sure, sure, sure. That's great. That's great. I mean, that's amazing. So we, we've talked about why, we talked about the what, the how, uh, and, and, and how, it, how it affects the bottom line, really. Um, so how do, as a marketer, how, how do I make sure the videos are, or reach my target audience? How does that happen? Yeah, it's a good question. You don't want to just create a video and throw it into the void. I mean, it's it's just like any other piece of content, especially if you're following the inbound philosophy. You want to create it and make sure that it's going to get in front of your audience. So a lot of the same principles apply. So just to give you an example, when you create a video, Wherever you host that video, you know, it could be through YouTube, it could be through Vimeo, it could be through, you know, a lot of different options to be able to host that content. Um, You still have to optimize it for search. So keywords still apply here. So, you know, just to give you an example, you want to make sure that your title has the keywords that you're trying to attract. So if you're trying to attract an audience, let's say that you are uh, selling boat propellers, whenever you create the title for your video, you're going to want to make sure that it includes a keyword that has to do with you selling boat propellers or something that boat uh, the boat propelling crowd <laughs> finds interesting. I don't know what boat propeller enthusiasts are into besides boat propellers, but you know, if I own a boat, I'm going to be interested in videos that have to do with taking care of my boat or new products coming out. So you have to include that in the title because when you go to YouTube and you type in something in the search box, it's still using Google's algorithms to bring up results or Bing or the mail or any of these platforms. It's still using search features to bring the top results. So if you don't optimize your content, it's not going to show up in front of your audience. Well, that's great to know. I mean, that, that is great to know. So yeah, make sure you optimize your title, use the keywords. You know, we have, oh boy, we have a lot of blog posts and some videos on our website that, that um, people could find more about how to optimize your content for SEO, for search engine optimization. Uh, the same applies for video. So 
I guess a, a little hot tip for people. <laughs> um, not only do you want to optimize your title, but make sure every place you upload your video, you have a, uh, an opportunity to put a description there. And uh, most sites will give you about 5,000 characters to be able to to list what your video is about. And this is where you want to use the complete sentences and kind of really provide more of a like an in-depth uh, explanation of what your video is about as opposed to the title. But I think an important thing to keep in mind is that when people type into a search engine what they're looking for, you get the result, you get the title, and then you get that little blurb underneath what it's about. People only see the first 120 characters or so. So I guess what I'm trying to say is when you write your description for your videos, you're going to want to front load the most important information in the first couple sentences in those first 120 characters. So don't wait, you know, till much further down to talk about what your video is and what value it serves. You know, if you're creating a video showing people how to replace windshield wipers on their car, make sure you talk about maybe the the model that you're going to be showing how to replace them on or, um, you know, what. Uh, site is uh, or what service I guess is sponsoring this video you don't want to put that towards the front of the description so it shows up in the search results because people aren't going to see it unless they click on the video and go to the video and you have to kind of keep that that mindset of you're trying to attract people to go see it but uh, optimization is the key so you want to optimize your title you want to make sure that your description has those keywords most sites let you tag your videos so if I create it again if I create a video that has to do with um, men's fashion, something like that. I'm going to want to make sure that I tag it in the men's fashion category. That way, when people are searching in that category, they're going to see my videos. Great. Great advice. Great advice. Any other uh, tips? So, yeah, I mean, keyword optimization is really important. I can't say that enough. I think the other thing that I would recommend is don't just expect people to find your video either. I know the inbound philosophy is about placing yourself in front of the consumer. And, you know, that way when they need it, they're going to find it. That's obviously the goal. But you also work hard to build up a following with your organization, with your brand, with your product. Let people know when you put out a new video that they might find interesting. Don't just hope they're going to find it, you know. So, you know, diversify how you market that. When you put out a video on YouTube, that's great. People that are subscribed to your channel are going to find out. Post a, post a link to the video on your Facebook profile. You know, uh, The next day, maybe post it on Twitter so that way you're, you're spacing out when you're announcing the video. Uh, and when it's out, maybe you know three months from now, make a note to bring it up again as you're going through what to post as part of your social media strategy. You have to be intentional about letting people know that you have something valuable that they might find interest in. And when you do that through your social media channels, you're talking to people that are already interested in what you're selling. You're not just, <laughs> you're not forcing yourself in front of somebody else who has no interest in your product. I mean, they're following you because they're interested or they're going to a tag, a hashtag group because they're interested in that topic. So make sure that you are, are, are publicizing, um, these videos. Don't be ashamed to do that. It's important. You put the time in to create it. Let people know it's there. You know, show that you're doing something of value for your audience. That's what they want. No, absolutely. I totally agree. That's fantastic. It's great to have you on the team as as the leader of content as well as as a, a video expert. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us, uh, everybody, on today's episode. Uh, you can expect. 
a new episode every week, always filled with advice that will help you grow your business. Remember, if you're looking for an experienced, friendly, and results-driven team to help you, check us out. You can go to GoRisen.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and soon-to-be TikTok at Risen Inbound. Uh, (laughs) TikTok, here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Super (laughs) exciting. So get ready. Uh, And you can also help us reach new people by leaving a review on our podcast app, on your podcast app of choice. Thanks for your support. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.